we have Apostle Faith um, Walters. Walters. Walters from New York. So she's on the line. Go ahead. Wherever the Lord leads you to say about the topic. Uh, the topic is regarding the uh, what's going on right now. Yeah, with this virus. Okay. All right. Praise God, everyone. This is Apostle Dr. Faith Walters from Mount Vernon, New York. In my ministry is Women and Men of Excellence Outreach Ministry. And I've been in ministry for going on 14 years. And God has been doing wonderful in my life and working with through me to help the body of Christ. And I, one thing I've always put out on Facebook, one thing I realized with this virus, uh, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of negatives going around, a lot of people are dying from it. But in spite of all of what's going on, with all the negatives happening, there's a lot of positives coming out. And God is, he's using this time for his people to come together. Even though we have the church, people are not really moving together in church as they, they use the scripture. Don't forget to assemble yourselves together, you know, in the building. But a lot of people don't realize is that the church is in us. So we could we could uh, connect to each other at home because what what God realized was happening even with this situation is that here with the family, a lot of times, you know, going to the church building, we have lost so much of the family. And I see the family coming together because the word of God says ministry begins at home. And that's where a lot of it belongs. So there's a lot of breakdown in the family structure. So this is the time where things are coming together. Another thing I realized with this virus is the people are becoming fearful. People are allowing this virus, this situation to get into their spirits. And once you allow the situation which you're going through, because even before we would get to this virus, people be going through a lot of different things at all times. When you allow your situation, whatever is happening in your life, whatever challenges you're facing, whatever it, you, some people lose their jobs, whatever is happening, you allow it to get into their spirit. Once you allow it to get into your spirit, it overtakes everything else. So if you have a faith and trust in God, all of that goes out the window that you become so afraid and fear and fear fear and faith can't work together. So it says it says uh, in, in, in Hebrews eleven says Faith is the substance of things hopeful, hope for the evidence of things not seen. So if we believe God for what we don't see yet, and knowing that God's going to work it out in his timing, so we got to keep our hope and our trust in him. So we can't allow this, this situation that's happening around us to cloud us and take it away who, who we are in Christ. Because we got to really trust God to take us through this situation. And yes, there are many people that died around us, but we still got to keep hope alive. I, I keep encouraging everybody every day because I come to find out there's a lot of people who claim that they, they, they love the Lord, but they, they, they become so afraid. And 2 Timothy 1 says, 7 says, God, 2 Timothy 1 7 says, God has given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love of a sound mind. So we're going to allow the Holy Spirit to work within us. Hallelujah. We're going to allow that the power of God, the word that we 
we know. He said, look to the hills in Psalm 121. Look to the hills when it's coming to our help because our help coming from the Lord. So we got to look to him for everything. We got to trust God in the process. We can't spend our time watching every news uh, cast. So we can't spend our time. People send me so much on WhatsApp. I got to cut out some of those people. I said, God, send me so many things. Sometimes I have to cut off things because if you can get me from every angle, you're going to start to build up things in you. You know, so you have to allow, you got to know how to shut it down. And you look at the news every so often. Don't go caught up. Don't get caught up in it. Okay, follow the guidelines of what the your, your, the, the governor or the people of your town or whatever it is is encouraging you to wash your hands, safe distance, things like that. Because, you know, in spite of everything, you know, we trust the Lord, but we got to use wisdom. Amen. Yes. So we got to use wisdom. And I find a lot of us, too, and I'm looking at, too, another point is a lot of our, our, our saints are not using wisdom. Somehow that went out the window. I don't know what happened with that, but somehow people know because I find there were some churches who were still having gathering in the building and they were saying, oh, I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. Uh, but you don't understand. God will make us to be foolish people. We're not foolish people. We, we, we have a mind to use it. You use it for the right thing. And it says to follow directions of the government. So just throw in that. And then, then you come to find out the same church is having a gathering. You got 30 people got infected with the virus and two of them died. That could, that could have been avoided had we followed directions. And we got to learn how to do all that even this time. So there's a lot of things that God is teaching us. You know, I see, uh, even for my, I see people coming together, people I haven't heard from the ages. They're calling me now. You know, so a lot of changes are happening. There's healing in the land, you know, and God desires also to repent, you know. And, and what, what, I'm, what I'm looking at, I see so many people praying and more prayers are going up to heaven for God to push back the situation. But what, what, I'm, what, I, what really, really gets me, I said, Lord, you know, sometimes people, they will do so much to get God's attention. As soon as the cloud clears, all of a sudden they go back to what they're doing. So I'm just praying that people be consistent. You know, I, I have a prayer line on Mondays and Wednesday mornings at 7 o'clock. And I'm praying that people be consistent in what they're doing. It's not just doing it now because they want to get God's attention. But you, God works with us 24-7. He never stops. And he wants his people to love on him and just flow with what he tells us to do. So obedience is the key for us to move in the power and the strength of God. So I'm just encouraging anyone that's on this line, if you're feeling anxiety, you're feeling a little afraid, or you feel... But these are all normal things that, that we go through. But remember that Jesus Christ is the author and the finisher of your faith. And through him, through him, you will get through this. So just keep holding on. Holding on to him. Don't hang. I tell people don't hang on. I said hold on. Hold on to Jesus. Hold on to him. He will get you through this. God bless you. All right. We have Minister Frankie DeJesus from uh, Mississippi. So you're on the air. Amen. Amen. God bless you, everyone uh, uh, that is listening. Uh, first, I want to give honor to God for <clears throat> allowing me to come 
um, on this platform and to be able to share. Amen. And also thank God for um, Emmanuel, Mr. Emmanuel, invite me uh, on the platform along with other great questions uh, uh, in the ministry as well to come and speak uh, concerning uh, what's going on and and uh, the situation that's going on around the world and we need coronavirus. They, as they call the visible amen. And, uh, and, uh, uh, and it's, it's kind of a blessing to, uh, to be able to speak about that. Um, but I, I know that I can, even for myself, I can speak um, uh, on that and say that this is something that I've never experienced before. Um, and, and, and many you can probably say the same thing, uh, that this, this is something that we all have never experienced before. Uh, uh, this coronavirus situation, I've never been in no self-quarantine and, 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 and social distancing and uh, I've never experienced that. So this is new to me, and I know it's new to uh, others as well around the world. Um, but I, I, I want to speak from a spiritual perspective uh, uh, concerned this virus. I'm virus. I'm not going to be here for you long, but I'm just going to uh, do my 15 minutes. Amen. I believe in being obedient and following protocol. So I'm going to do what I've been asked to do. Um, but I'm going to say uh, concerning this um, coronavirus situation, um, I believe and I know that God, uh, and again, I'm speaking from a spiritual perspective, um, that if, if, if there was a time for uh, the preachers, the ministers, and evangelists, and the spiritual horses to open their mouths, the time is now. Amen. Because we are the ones that the peoples uh, are looking to uh, for answers and, and concerning this situation because we. Uh, we should be in tune with God, amen, and, and, and tap into the mind of God and what God is saying concerning this situation. And so, God, I have tapped into the mind of God as a prophetic force, amen, and God is definitely speaking concerning this coronavirus, and I'm just going to share what God has given me to share concerning this from a spiritual perspective. Now, um, coronavirus, um, uh, I believe that God, and as I, as I say, I know that God is using uh, uh, this situation, allowing this situation to take place, to turn uh, the world and this nation back to him. One thing about God, God is a genius. Yeah, I never thought in a million years that we would not be able to fellowship in normal, you know, in a, in a normal church setting. You know, now we are um, um, curious and advised you know, to have service online and all that stuff. Thank God for technology. Amen. And, and Amen. have church over, over the phone and, and all that stuff. Amen. So, uh, but I never, we would have never thought in a million years that we would be in this position. But as I said, God has allowed this nation and allowed this uh, uh, world to be on standstill. And God is just, uh, sometimes God will use situations and things and, uh, 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 like stuff like this to speak. Amen. But it takes those that are in tune with God to hear what God is saying, especially as a prophet. The Bible says he, re he does nothing unless he reveals secrets to his service prophet. And so even as a prophet of God, as I begin to get in tune with the voice of God and what is God saying, God wants us to turn. Back to him, and I know a lot of us have been hearing that even 
you know, uh, in other places that God is definitely speaking. Um, God has allowed us to be on pause to give him our undivided attention. God has allowed the world to freeze for a moment because we got under, you know, we have been going on with our lives. The world has been going on and, and, uh, and the schools and, and businesses and all this stuff we've been doing. Amen. And we have pushed God out the way. You know, we got all this stuff going on and we well, we don't need God. We got it going on. You know? And then all of a sudden God said, okay, since y'all think y'all, I'm not important no more. Even the schools, the, the schools don't even pray anymore. Don't even see God anymore. They took prayer to school years ago. And God said, okay, I'm going to allow something to happen that's going to remind y'all who's in control. Remind everybody who has the power to stop and to cause things to, to go, to progress, to keep moving. So God has called our lives in many aspects so we can seek him and get back to him, get back, you know, uh, and, and get in a place of repentance. Amen. Glory be to God. And, uh, you know, just like I said, even the schools, King can't go to school no more. Some of, some of these cities, they have counseled school for the rest of the year. But God is allowing these things to happen to draw our attention back to him and to, and to let us know who's more important, who's to be number one in our lives. Everything, all this stuff is good, but we got to get, put God back in his rightful place. And that's number one in our lives. Amen. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to share a little bit something. Amen. Uh, a second Chronicles uh, kind of back this up what God is saying. And again, I'm speaking from a spiritual perspective. And uh, a second Chronicles uh, 7 and 14. And this is what it says. It's a very familiar uh, verse. It says, uh, matter of fact, I'm going to start at verse 13. I'm in at verse 14. It says, if I shut up heaven, that there be no rain. Or if I command the locusts to divide the land. Or if I send pestilence. Among my people, pestilence, pestilence. One of the things that is going on now, this virus, it's a plague. The Bible called plague and pestilence. Amen. This thing has taken over and it's out of control. But in the midst of this situation, God is speaking to the nation. He's speaking to us for us to repent and get ourselves back right with him. Amen. We're living in paradise. We're living in the end times. And the Bible spoke of many of these things that is, that is happening now. Amen. But it says here in verse 14, they go through. If my people, now look what he say. If my people. Now a couple of years ago, I preached a message entitled, If You, Then I. And that message was birthed through this verse, through this scripture. He said, if my people, who is his people? Us, the believers, the preachers, the bishops, the ministers, the evangelists, the praise and worship team, the worship or the ones that call it not just those who hold position, but if you're a believer in general, the ones that, amen, they carry my name, that they, they say they love me, the ones that say they represent me. He said, if, and one thing about it, if God's going to do something about this coronavirus, He's going to do it through us, through our praying, 
Darius seeking him. The believers. We got to turn back to God. If God's going to heal the land, we we got to turn back to God. And not just us, but just, you know, even the, the, the world in general. But most importantly, especially, first, the church. The church has left God. The preachers have left God. You got preachers, they have been bishops dying through this coronavirus. Not saying that because they did anything wrong, but I'm just saying how, how dangerous this thing is. We have to get back to God. He said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, that's number one. We got to humble ourselves. America, the president, the White House, the Capitol, the nation as a whole, we got to humble ourselves before God. We got money going. We got all this stuff going. Just like I said earlier, we got hope. We had, we had, I mean, we had it going on. And then God, and all of a sudden, everything go pause. It's like God just pressed pause button on this, on, on the screen. All over the world, not just in America, but things are on call. Things are shut down. Everybody is stuck in their houses because of this situation. God is calling us back to him. Sometimes we be so busy that we don't have time for God. Now, anybody should have time for God now. And if you really can't do nothing now, you get tired of in your house. But if there was a time to seek God and get and repent and get yourself together with God and get closer with God, the time is now. While you shut up behind your doors and your house. That's your time right there. To say, God, I'm sorry. Whatever I did, I messed up. I sinned. I went. I ate. I was so pissed that I didn't have time to go to church. I didn't have time to pray. I didn't have time to hear your word. I didn't. I didn't want to hear what the preacher had to say because I was so caught up in my life and what I was doing and what I had going on. This, if there was a time to have a kind of hope for God, that time is now. your doors in your private residence. You ought to be having a private conversation with God and get your make in peace with God. We got to humble ourselves. We got to get out of our, our horses and we got to put God back first in our lives, in our nation. Hallelujah. And then it says here, it says, I'm going to speed up because I know my time is running. It says, I humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then what I hear from now, he said, if you would turn from your wicked ways and pray and seek my face, in other words, if you get those the right with me, then I will forgive their sin and will heal the land. We're praying right now that God will heal the land. The nation is sick. This thing's tempted this nation. And other natures around the world. But if we want God to heal our nation, heal our land, get all this thing to die and pass As a nation, as, as, as a nation in general, we got to get we got to get peace with God. We got to get it together. God is showing us what's more important. Some of us got family we don't even want to talk to.
because we hold grudges against them. Okay, God said, okay, I know how to fix that. Matter of fact, I'm gonna put, I, 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 I'm gonna allow something to happen. They ain't gonna have no choice but to stay at home all day. Y'all gonna look at each other's face, and y'all ain't no choice but to get talking together and make peace and talk it out and forgive one another and move on. I'm telling you, God is a genius. He knows how to do things. God has a purpose. Everything that God allows, He has a purpose of allowing it. We know this thing came from the devil. But God is using it. He's allowed this thing to turn us back to him. He allowed everything to be shut down so we can have a talk with him. So we can spend some time and get back in, in, in place with him. Hallelujah. And the other thing that God revealed to me that he's doing is that what we have become, uh, what we have been doing is we have been putting our faith so much in men, in the government. And now the even the government, the government came with they, they can't even control the situation. So you know it's on, you know. There's only one person that we that can control it, and that's God. God is telling us another thing that God is telling us is take our faith out of men and put our trust and our faith back in. There's only so much we can do. We gotta put our faith back in God. He's the only one that can fix the situation. He's the only one that gives the blame and call it this thing that. Over, so we everything get back to normal. The Bible says it is impossible to please God without faith. It's two things that this concern your faith that this coronavirus. This coronavirus is gonna put your faith back in God, or it's gonna cause you to lose your faith in God. Because a lot of people panic. They buying from the stores, going crazy. They scared because they don't believe God. They don't have faith in God. Like they do, because they did to be at home praying and seek God. I run around panicking and back and over folks, but buying all the buying the dogs coming over here. like the world gave the hands up. People have lost faith in God. And nothing that God is doing. He just calling us. See, this word today, this, that God's giving us the situation, is twofold. One part of this is He's calling us back to repentance. He's calling us back to give Him more attention, to spend more time with Him, to seek Him, serve Him, to put Him back in the moment in our lives. And number two, of the other part is He's calling us back to put our faith in Him and not nothing else. Because now we're in a position. Then we begin to realize that even men can't do this. Even men can't get this situation. Even men can't control this thing. There's only one person that can do it. And that's God. That's God. That's God. So God said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to shake their faith. There's a difference between your faith being shaken back in God and your faith being shaken out of God. Some people are being shaken out of God because of what's going on and what's going on. They're not walking by the word, they walk by what they see. They spend all day watching the news. All that's good, 
is, you spend all day watching the news and paying attention to what's going on, and you allow that stuff to cause you to be fearful. To the point where you don't even believe God. Because you too focus on what's going on in the media. Hallelujah. God is shaking our face back at him. Because you know why? What you mean he's shaking our faith back in him? Because if your faith went in him before this happened, now you're in a place and you're in a position in a situation that only God can fix. It's going to take a higher power to kill this thing and this thing to pass through and die and go back where they came from. It's going to take God to do it. This thing is time to be doubted. This isn't the time to be panicking, and I'm mostly finished with my time brought back up. But this is not the time to be doubting God. This is not the time to be going crazy. I'll be hearing for even some of my family members. They be telling me this and that, blah, 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 blah. Man, you know this and da, 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 You know what I tell them? God got it. God is, God is in control. You know what? When everything else is out of control, God is in control. God spoke that to me yesterday. He said, when everything else is out of control, I'm still in control. Oh, that's a word for somebody right there. I'm going to have to have you to talk a little loud, okay? All right. You are on the air. We have um, Evangelist Martha. Mumba from South Africa. So go ahead. You tell my listeners about um, your perspective about the uh, topic at hand. Yes, good evening. Good morning, our dear listeners from around uh, the globe. I greet you all in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. This is uh, Evangelist Martha Mumba from Pretoria, South Africa. Yeah, it's uh, it's a great opportunity to come on this uh, on this show to talk about real issues that are affecting black black people in our communities tonight. And the issue that is uh, mainly. Uh, making me worried now is seeing uh like i watched in and i'm watching in many videos is seeing how black people are dying of this um of this pandemic coronavirus around the world and uh, the awareness amongst the black communities maybe not only in chicago but also in Africa, when I look around, I can see there's a lot of um, an awareness then and not the people are not ready uh, to fight this pandemic. And that makes me worried uh, as a black citizen. And I want uh, what I think is just is this, this a wake up call really for blacks to rise up to come to our senses that we can unite together 
and do something tangible for ourselves and try to do something to to just to save to save our our continent to save our race because um i was very worried when i'm thinking about the rising numbers and cases of um, the pandemic around and also the uh, the effects that the lockdown is going to bring um, amongst uh, our people because many of us uh, many of the people around the black people they are not in employment but they are doing personal businesses which have been affected by this lockdown so it hates me to think that uh, and i don't want to know what is what what is it that is going to happen after all these things that are happening then while i was thinking i just thought that this is the right time for us black to change our mentality to change the way we think and the way we approach things and it's a high time that we unite together like you say in this organization it's, it's very important and the time like to unite is this time now so that we can do something for ourselves because if we don't do that we can continue with the mentality that we have been having the future can be hard and real hard for for black people we don't have to take anything for granted or leave chances but we have to be strong this time and rise up you know and come together you know and start from somewhere doing something because right now uh, we don't know these people that we are trusting the so called elites uh the things that they 